Thinking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 35. Thank you for being here today because I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. It makes us all better people. So remember, so remember hashtag Estra's Radio Show to put your comments about today's show or ask, go ahead and place it right here on Block Talk Radio in the comment section. We're continuing on with the topic of being happy and being content. Being focused helps bring happiness and contentment in life. What's one of the first things you can do? Getting organized. Why? Because you fill your accomplishments and nothing is too small. Plan out each day. Start with having daily activity goals. Because if you're injured, sick, or just not well, it's great to be able to say, these things I'm going to accomplish today. These are my goals. Space them out so you have enough time to get to each one. Rest in the, in the middle of each one so you're not using all the energy that you have in one day. Another thing is to, be, uh, to recognize that being special to yourself. Do you know what makes you special? Guess what it is. Just being you. That's right. It's just being you. So be you each and every day. Some decision-making will be at its best. Another day, it may not be so good. But yet, it's all about being you because you being your special self is just being you. And that's so important. And it works towards being happy and content. Another thing I want to mention is about doing things your way. Challenges in life are a part of what we go through, and we actually grow through them. Tackle whatever comes your way. That's right, your way. You will move to the next level of accomplishment when you just keep that process going forward. Growth is a part, like I said, of living. Take things as they come and adjust according to your own decision-making. Do things your way means you have a peace of mind. It doesn't mean you don't get others' input. You can. There is knowledge in numbers a lot of times. But yet still, when everything, when the rubber hits the road, so to speak, it has to be your decision and you have to do it your way. But, of course, before I get into the main part of our conversation, I want to talk about a few things that are happening right now. Medicare is right now in the time where you can actually change who your insurer is. So make sure that the, the actual policy that you choose or the insurer that you choose is someone that is giving you what you need, not just what they need. You know, a lot of times we see all these dangling carrots out front. This is going to be great. This is going to be wonderful. And you can get stuck with a big donut hole that you can't even afford your Medicaid medications in three to six months because they say you're still in the donut hole. Donut holes don't help poor people. Donut holes hurt poor people. And whoever came up with this donut dumb idea, I hope you decide to take it back because you're hurting a lot of people. And also, you need to think about how well did that insurance policy work for you this last year? Did, were you able to get the things that you need? Were you able to contact them? Did they give you uh, correct information? How many insured harassers actually are in the hospitals or in the medical clinics or wherever you go to get your care, and how much are they interfering with the process? 
of you getting what you need, or even at the insurance companies. These are questions we have to ask and we have to know. And try to choose an insurance company this time that doesn't just go along with what the insured harassment will do to you. You want someone who's going to take your care seriously, help you get better and to move on with life because nobody wants to stay in that place. Nobody wants to just be aggravated and intimidated and bullied and things come up that you're trying to resolve and they're putting stumbling blocks in your way. You don't need that. And if you need more information, make sure that you go out to Talking About You with Astra. I'm on many platforms. Make sure that if it comes up and it doesn't have the HTTPS in the front, you put it in and then hit enter. You go there. You don't see that HTTPS there. Make sure you add it. It's really important to have your security to be safe, especially on the Internet where we're hearing about so many things people are having done to them, especially people who are being bullied or harassed by uh, insurance. All right, so let's see what we have here. Let's keep on moving and going forward. Some other things I wanted to mention today is about taking your time daily. Whenever you're in a rush, what does that do? It causes stress. When you're in stress, that doesn't do well for your body. And if that's, you're starting off your day like that, it's a problem. So to remember to exhale, remember to relax, put things in focus, don't add more things to your daily activity tasks than you can do. Things not going well in your day, ease off of your daily goals. Things going really well, add a couple more, right? So you have to do that balancing trick every single day. And that doesn't matter whether you're injured or not. I think it's just about daily activity. And by the way, make sure that you're relaxed before you hear of all the troubles of the day. If you're sitting there and you're watching news and they're telling you the world's going to end today, you're making you feel like that, maybe you should change the channel. Because that's not actually operating in your best of health. Does that mean you don't need to know what's going on in the world? Of course we all do. How can we make informed decisions if we don't know what's going on? We can't. And this next week, we certainly want to make informed decisions as it's time to vote. But you also have to remember that there are many people out there spreading things that are not true. So when I say just the facts, as far as this election is concerned, that's what you need is is just the facts. And it's kind of amazing because what's happened is that the actual article that we're going to do today, normally I don't go into depth with each article. I usually leave quite a bit out for you to go and investigate yourself, uh, in particular because I do believe that we should support these people who are writing the articles. Because if we don't support them and subscribe uh, or keep things going, then Wall Street will. And as I always say, they won't be putting out information in our best interest. But we'll get back to that in just a moment. Another thing I would say is maybe take a moment or two in your day just to meditate or think on your goals. Think on your dreams. Take a minute for you to just say, this is what I need. Right? If you're going to wake up every morning and not think about what your needs are, then you're missing something. You're off the mark. Sometimes you just have to focus on what you need. Now, not all people working with you through a collision are going to actually be doing things in your best interest, which for somebody who's injured or hurt or not feeling well, that's an extra burden and an extra task that you have to evaluate. But even when we're not injured or hurt, 
we have to investigate or evaluate the people that are around us and what their intentions are. So there's no difference then when you're not injured than when you are injured. You have to kind of pay attention. And what if you're just, you know, having problems that make it hard to pay attention? Take your time. There's no rush. It's better to know what you're dealing with and make good decisions than to, in haste, make bad decisions, right? Yeah, that's my opinion, too. So another thing is just don't think perfection is going to happen every day. You want perfection every day? It's not going to be there. Sorry. The best we can do is be as prepared as possible. That's the key. What have you done the day before to prepare for the day today? Is not what that's about? You cannot deal, you cannot handle information you do not know. You have to know uh, basic information to be able to make good basic decisions, right? Sometimes our instincts can kick in, and we do well with those, but it's better just to have factual information behind us. And that's why I said being prepared means learning something new every day, just one little thing every day. It doesn't have to be, you know, a monster of a thing to, to know something. You can just learn something very little, and it could just later on, a day you never even think of it pop up as something that you really need. So there's a lot of information on talking about you with Astra on several platforms. So be sure to go out and to subscribe to at least one, maybe two today. Get yourself prepared for whatever might come your way. All right, I want to move in today to this article because I have just been fascinated with this one. I do have two as normal, but... I don't know if we're going to get to the second one because I'm really into the first one, which is amazing. Now, this article comes from theshape.com, and it says, Why Americans Are Less Happy Than Ever Before. And it's by Julia Malakoff. I believe I pronounced her name correctly, so I hope so. Now, this article, almost all of them are, are on the report that we've been listening to or working with all week. So this report, I don't know, I haven't to see if the full thing is online because it would be interesting to read, to see not only why we are in the place we are, but why countries that are ahead of us, why they're doing so well. I think I know a few of them, but I'd rather check it out to be sure. But again, the name of this article is Why Americans Are Less Happy Than Ever Before, and it's by Shape Magazine, okay? It says, the world happiest report put America at number 14 in the world. So why is the country overall happiness on the decline? Right, so it's going to talk about that. Why? That's what I want you to think about. Why is this country's overall happiness on the decline? It says Norway is officially the happiest country in the world, according to the 217 World Happiness Report. And we talked about that yesterday. It says perhaps that's why there's an entire section in this report that's dedicated to the to restore American happiness, right? Because you're at number 14. So it goes into several sections, and the first one says, researchers looked at many factors to determine the overall happiness. One of the lead researchers, Jeffrey D. Sach, Sach, Sach maybe, PhD, a professor at Columbia University, and he's the one we've been talking about most of this week, and a special advisor to the United Nations Secretary General cite other research showing that among the world's richest countries, America's happiness dropped from the number of three, right? We used to be at three, now we're teen, huh? 
2007 to number 19 and 216. And they're saying that's a pretty big drop, as we know, right? It says, overall, the report explains that through, though there's a big focus on boosting economic growth in the U.S., right? That's what they're saying. And that's the one thing I want to, you know, I have to interject all the time through these things. Okay, it says, where did I go? It says, there's a big focus on boosting economic growth in the United States. But, you know, they say money ain't everything. Money ain't everything. If you lose everything, what does it say? You gain money and you lose your soul, what you got. Not a lot. I think we're going to find that to be true as we go on. Here we go. It says, the the data collected reveals that the real problem lies in social issues like community relationships, wealth distribution, and the education system, right? So one thing I want you to notice, that did drop from number three to number four. What happened when the Wall Street caused the recession, that big crash where people lost money and jobs. But these Wall Street people didn't pay any penalties. They had enough money left, so when the, everything started back up, they had money in play. The only broke people were the really broke people because they didn't have anything to start with. So when the recession went in, we were really in trouble. And that means 99% of us were screaming, crying, yelling, doing whatever was necessary because it was a problem for us. Even though Wall Street may have heard a twinge, they still went on with their lives. Okay, and another thing I want to point about this, I want to read this part again. It says, the data collected reveals the real problems lie in social issues like community relationships, wealth distribution, and the educational system. Now tell me this. Don't you think Congress knows that? Don't you think this Republican Congress knew this all along? And what were they doing? They were fighting against a better life for most Americans. What is wrong with them? They're going to fight to make sure we don't get what we need, but Wall Street recovers. Congress knows the problem, but they did nothing about it to support Main Street. The same is, is the truth with insurance civil rights legislation. When Congress does nothing, it hurts a lot of people. And this Congress has done very little to support Main Street, only Wall Street. It's such a tragedy. Okay, let's see where it says this. In order to get a deeper understanding of the factors at play, researchers look at stats that generally determine the happiness of a nation, like income per capita, right? So why are they paying the poor people nothing? I mean, you know you can raise the wages, right? You don't have to give it off to the top 1% in a country, a company, right? The people who are working and doing the daily activities to keep that business functional deserves to be paid a decent wage, a wage that they can live on, a wage that they can take care of their family, uh, health care that they can make sure that they're healthy enough to do those jobs. Those are not a lot of things to ask in the wealthiest country in the world. Let me go on here. It says, the happiness of a nation like income per capita, social support, right, Freedom to make life choices, generosity of donations. How can you make generous donations if you got no money if you're broke? But it helps the 1% control everything because they're the only ones giving the donations. They're the only ones who have the money. And why is that? Because they have unjustly kept out those that should be paying a decent wage. Let me go on here. And perceived corruption of government and business, right? All those lobbyists, right? Corruption. That's a shame. Government corruption. Is that happening in Social Security? Is there government corruption with all these lobbyists? 
Is that why they're building places to take money away from the people who have so little all over the country? Why are they doing that? Why are they adding serious surveillance onto poor people when they know poor people can barely survive? They don't have time to be playing no games. They're trying to live every single day. But they have enough money to create these surveillance departments against poor people, disabled people, trying to get them off, to feed the greedy and not the needy. What is wrong with our country? Very, very upset about that issue. Okay, so let me say this again. And another thing is they're talking about corruption of government. Look at our Supreme Court. Will our Supreme Court be a fair court? Or will they be lopsided? You know, America was built in a democracy setting, not in some of these other things. Therefore, what I recommend, and that's, by the way, the noises that are harassed, is they're always, it's, whenever the show is on, they try to do something to make it so that you can't hear or it will stop. But guess what? This show will definitely go on. So if you hear it, I don't know what to tell you. We're not stopping. Think of it as music in the background, because that's all I'm thinking of doing. Okay, so where are we here? We have the happiness of a nation, like per capita income, social support, freedom to make life choices, generosity of donations. That's why I was talking about that. Health life expectancy. This month, isn't it amazing? I'm sorry, for the the actual uh, election this year. Life, healthy life expectancy is at the top of what's important. Can you imagine having to try to, and not have any, you don't have anything, you can't afford to go. So you sit there and you let somebody who you love pass away or die or be sicker than they have to be? That's a problem. That's a serious problem. And why is that? Because of the greed of a few. That's right. A greed of a few. Right? We know the perceived corruption of government and business isn't just perceived, it mainly is an issue, right? So that's really where the problem comes, is that we have so many things going on where the people in America have been forgotten. What is up with that? It makes no sense whatsoever. Well, the U.S. has gotten a boost in pro capita income and life expectancy, and I suspect that doesn't actually go down to the bottom of us. It goes to the top, right? All of the factors, all of the other factors took nosedives during the last 10 years, right? So that's saying we've got more money and greater life expectancy, but what? More misery. Yep, that's it, more misery. And it says, after a thorough analysis, here are the specific reasons, according to the report, that Americans are less happy than ever plus how experts believe the outlook can be fixed. So there is solutions to these problems, right? Absolutely. And we can be a part of it by what? By voting next Tuesday and voting for people who aren't corrupt, right? Let go of this American greed. Insurance is a priority for every American and all Americans. Like I keep saying when Bernie Sanders says, everyone should have medical health care. It's not like it's an option. It's we should all be able to have it. Look at income. Look how the, the wages that they're paying for people are just unacceptable. What is wrong with that, and why are they doing that? It's definitely an issue. When they can pay more people a higher wage 
to survive? How can you actually be able to support yourself when the cost that you pay for rent is over 2000 or 1500 a month and you're getting minimum wage? Minimum wage of $10, $11 a month or, or an hour if you're lucky? How can you do that? Pay your rent, pay your bills, and continue to go on. It's just not possible, right? That means you're just in a constant state of stress through the body. It causes illness. And then what happens? You get sick. And then what happens? You can't afford to go get care. And then what happens? Many people die. And whose fault is that? It's not uh, the people's fault. It's our government's fault. It's our government's fault for being corrupt and actually being greedy. When lobbyists can go into uh, Congress and do all of these things, yet we cannot, that's a problem. We have to be able to do those things that are important to us. That's really the key. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is to vote, right? So we need that health care. We need a, a Supreme Court that's not going to be biased. But we can't do anything about that right now because it's already been put in place, right? Republicans knew what they wanted and why they wanted it, and it wasn't because of your benefit. They really wanted to benefit you. They would have been, done, been doing the right things a long time ago. But being we're also Democrats, I hope that you take the Senate, and I hope that you take the House, but I assure you of one thing, and that is the truth. Do your jobs this time. You've had the opportunities and you acted like Republicans. My thing is today to make sure that you do the things that you're supposed to be doing for us, the American people. Oh, all right. Hold on. I'm sorry. There's an emergency. I'll have to be back. Thank you for holding. For waiting, it can definitely be an extension there. But that's okay because we're going to keep going anyhow. Whew. Sometimes emergencies come up, and just like I, I address mine at the time, you'll have to stop sometimes. Like we're talking about doing what needs to be done and keep going. All right. So I'm just going to back up for just a minute and start where I left off. Okay, where are we here? It says. In order to get a deeper understanding of the factors at play, researchers look at stats that generally determine the happiness of a nation, like per capita income, social support, freedom to make life choices, generosity of donations, healthy life expectancy, and the perceived or corrupt government and businesses. Okay, so we know where where you stand with that. We know that's important. After a thorough analysis, here are specific reasons, according to the report, that Americans are less happy than ever, plus how experts believe to look, believe the outlook can be fixed, right? So therefore, they know that there's solutions. They know that there's things that can be done and will be done, and that's the important thing, okay? It says, after a thorough analysis, here are the specific reasons according to the report that Americans are less happy than ever, plus how experts believe the outlook can be fixed, okay? So why are Americans so, they said, why? So why are Americans so sad? The report often discusses U.S. politics. Are any of us surprised about that? 
has any of us been more confused by the tactics and things that have happened? I mean, if you don't know if a lie is coming or if the truth is coming, or if a lie is coming, if the truth is coming, if it's a lie, is it the truth? Is it a lie? Is it a truth? Who's lying to tell the truth? Who's lying to tell the truth? Chaos, 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 chaos. No wonder people can't are really concerned about our current politics. I'm going to go on and say it. it. says, coming off of a seriously stressful election cycle. We could tell it was seriously stressful when everyone came out to march the day after the inauguration, right? Political happenings are a huge, you know that word huge, factor in determining, determining Americans' happiness. Essentially, the report says that there's a feeling of distrust of the government among everyday Americans. And why is that? Why would there be major distrust among everyday Americans? Because we're seeing it in real time. It's not like we're pretending like it doesn't exist or things haven't happened. We see it with our own very eyes. We have had presidents and we've had government, this government since we've had this country. And we've seen how each one of them have done different things in order to make things possible. And we, we've never seen where we've had such a, a chaos of truth and lies. We've never had someone come out and say so many derogatory things just about anyone. Why? Just because they can? A major problem. Okay, let me see what it says here. It says, it makes total sense that the country's political happenings are a huge factor in determining America's happiness. Essentially, the report says that there is a feeling of distrust of the government among everyday Americans, which has been brewing for decades and now is reaching a boiling point. I think personally, we have reached a boiling point. And I think we're re- we've reached that boiling point because even though the, the, report or the politics has been getting bad, or people have been resentful since Obama was elected, in my opinion, and now people are resentful that since Trump is. Might be a different set of people, but it's just a lot of issues. Under the Obama administration, though, he attempted to make things better for all people. He kept saying, I am the president of all people, and I believe his behavior continued to show he was trying to be the the president of all people. Uh, this president, mm, I don't know what to tell you about him. I'm going to let you read him for himself. I think history is going to look back and tell you everything you need to know about not only this president but this Republican Congress. I think it says a lot about their belief system, their interests, who they've tried to help, who they've tried to hurt. All of those things are going to be written about for centuries, in my opinion, because I don't think we've ever seen anything on this level. The one thing I would like to say on behalf of uh, Trump is the fact that all all the things he's done has been done before. The only thing he's done in this situation is magnified everything. Everything is totally magnified. And so the things that they may have been able to do on the undercover, let's say, it's not no longer hidden. All of this stuff is above ground. So if you've ever wondered about a lot of the things that go on, You're able to see them now. Okay, I'm going to go on. The report theorizes many Americans feel that the only people and those with influence are able to make their voices heard. I'm going to read that again because I think that really gets to the bottom of this. 
The report theorizes that many Americans feel that the only wealthy that only the wealthiest people and those with influence are able to make their voices heard. Right? And that's why a lot of times I tell you, your voice, your power, your vote. Let me say that again. Your voice, your power, your vote. And that's why you should use all of them every single day. You'll have your chance to use your vote on November 6th. Please do so because that really is your voice and your power means your vote. And no one should give up something that is so important to their everyday life. If you don't think that your your vote counts for everyday living, take a look at what's happened in the last 17 months with this new president. I guarantee you, if you stop and you look, you'll see that things have become more chaotic than they've been in many generations. Okay, and it also says, and data proves that the rich and only the rich are getting richer. Did you hear that, poor people? It says, and only the rich are getting richer. And why is that, and how are they doing that? That means they make sure that nothing is passed down to you. That means that they just go ahead and take whatever they want. They got that 1%. They got the money now. They got the land. They have the distributions. They have all of those things. But who, are they, who do they need to keep that going? You. What you buy. Every single day matters. Who are, who are you actually helping when you buy something each day? I know it's for your survival in most cases, but take a look and see where that money is going. That's the issue I have with a lot of things with Social Security disability. Or it even poor people have that they're getting Medicaid, whatever the case may be. They get the money, they have it one day, and then they give it back to the rich folks who are not going to do anything for them or help them. It would be nice to be able to give the money back to the people who need it. Right? They're building, that's what gets on mine there. They're building all of these low income homes, housing. They're building them all over. You, you can't miss them. I know in, in, in Washington State, you can't miss them anywhere. It's probably that way in every state because most of the time they all are working together. And who's getting the money? The people who shouldn't have it. It would be nice if some portion of the money that the poor pay in went back to the poor instead of, it's like a, a revolving door. The, Poor people get a little money, and then they have to give it to the rich people. And the poor people get a little money, and then they have to give it to the rich people. Poor people get a little money, and they have to give it to the rich people. What's wrong with that? There's something wrong with our economy when Congress makes it like that. I don't know how much of a kickback, if they're getting one, if it's worth it. Do they know how much suffering comes when a cycle is created this way? But if if people don't know it, they're wrong. We have eyes. We see what's going on. Let me read that again because that's very important. It says the report theorizes that many Americans feel that only the wealthiest people and those with influence are able to make their voices heard. And data proves that the rich and what only the rich are getting richer. With only a small number of people actually living in that upper echelon, this disparity only contributes to the country's overall, let me say, Switch the page here. Overall unhappiness, right? Of course. If only the rich people are getting the money, why would that be? We were never a country where the rich always got everything. And usually the rich had more integrity and more fiber to recognize that this is not how our country should work. This is a democracy. It was a democracy. I don't know what we'd like to call it now because it's obviously not what we're getting. The researchers suggest that reforming campaign finance regulations 
in an effort to make it harder for the wealthy elite to have this kind of power over the public could help. Now, who put that in? Republican Congress. You think they didn't know what they were doing? Yes, they did. And what did they do? Let me say it again. It says, the researchers suggest that reforming campaign finance regulations in an effort to make it harder for the wealthy elite to have this kind of power over the public, so they want control over you, public policy over you, public policy over you. And what are you going to do? You're going to use your voice, your power, and your vote to stop it. You've got to. You've got to stop it. If you don't stop it, nobody else can. They say, oh, I don't want to vote. Voting doesn't matter. Heck, yes, your vote matters. Are you thinking? Are you using the common sense you've got? Heck, yes, your vote matters. If your vote didn't matter, there would be no need for voter suppression. They could just go and take whatever they want. But, no, they can't do that. They will try to suppress your vote in every way possible. So don't you think that's the jewel that it is? Don't you think that's more worth more than platinum, your vote, and you don't want that platinum? You need that vote. Go out and vote. It matters. It takes time to go out there and, and create this atmosphere of don't believe in yourself, don't believe in your vote, don't believe in your Don't let, if you hear nothing else today, hear this. Do not let anyone take your power. Don't let them take it. Use your voice. Use your power and use your vote. Bottom line, don't believe any of the other nonsense that comes your way. Okay, so I'm going to go down. It says community relationships also need some help. Research has shown that the most diverse communities in the United States have the lowest levels of social trust. Why is that? Social trust basically means that you believe in the honesty, integrity, and good intentions of your community. Hello? Let me say that again because that's critical. It says this. It says, social trust basically means that you believe in the honesty. Where's the honesty, God? The integrity, we're missing it a lot. And the good intentions. What good intentions? Good intentions of your community. Think about that. What have, we had used to have a lot of honesty. We could believe what people told us. We didn't have to look behind us or to the side. Honesty, we knew what that meant. Integrity. People weren't trying to do deviant behavior. You know, maybe some of these people have lost their mind. And I mean, I've never seen so many people killing each other, so many bombs going off, so much, many fires. I mean, this is the list is endless of just things that we normally haven't had to deal with. And I wonder, I personally wonder, if this is because of the loss of honesty, integrity, and good intentions. Honesty, integrity, and good intentions, what do they build? More honesty, integrity, and good intentions. But that's not what we're getting from our government today. Social Security is not even looking out for their uh, insurance. They're following somebody else's protocol. I remember the time when Social Security was so determined to take care of its people, to protect the interests of people disabled, but not today. What happened? Where are we as a society going? We're definitely not going to go in the right way unless you personally use what? Your power, your voice, and your vote. And let me go on. It's just pretty disheartening that people aren't feeling this way, right? The integrity, honesty, and good intentions are not feeling it. You can probably see why this is problematic since stealing 
able to depend on others is a big contributor to happiness. Did you hear that? We need each other. That's why I say I need you to go out and subscribe to Insure for EstrusCarWreckHealth.com. That's EstrusCarWreckHealth.com. I need you to subscribe. Why? Because, what does it say? If you can probably see that this is problematic to feeling able to depend on others to contribute to happiness, right? So if you can't depend on other people, you can't depend on your government, you can't depend on your community, and you can hardly depend on yourself, you can see why people would be unhappy. Contentment certainly not going to follow happiness in that way, or, or contentment to happiness is not going to go that way, right? Plus, Americans are feeling afraid more often. Did you hear that? Americans are feeling afraid more often. Why is that? The bug in their ear is what? Negativity. We're going to, this is what we're going to, these invaders are coming, right? Now, there's all kind of derogatory things being said to make people afraid. And that's why I say you can't be afraid. You have to be courageous. You have to focus. You have to be determined to use the positive gifts you have. You have to have that integrity. You have to have, to have that honesty. You have to have those good intentions. It starts with each one of us. We don't have to go be played. We don't have to be played. We don't have to be fearful. We can stand. We have determined people in the world. We are. We really are. Because we can stand. We don't have to have our minds and our bodies played with. We don't have to act like we're afraid. We're not afraid. We're American citizens. We're not afraid. We're not afraid of anything, most of us. We'll stand because of what's right. We believe in justice. We believe in equality. We believe in fairness. Those are things we believe, and we should never let anybody in this country or out of this country take that away from us. We are who we are. We believe in ourselves. How come you're going to let somebody get in your head and twist all those things around? You know who you are. You know what's right and you know what's wrong. You know common sense and the lack thereof. You know all of those things. I know that you do. I know that you're hurt. I know that when you don't have money, it's a scary thing. I know all of those things, but that's why they took all the money. Took all the money because they felt that it was a way to control you. But that isn't so. You don't have to be controlled by money. Do you need it to live? Oh, heck yes, you do. But do you have to be played for money? No, you don't. And especially when we all stand together and say, we're not doing it this way, and we're going to come take our money back. You want to do something? We want to have fair wages so that we can protect, take our take care of our family, right? We want fair wages so we can afford health care, right? They're talking about all these reasons why people aren't able to afford health care. The reason why people aren't able to afford health care is because of the greedy top 1% who are not paying us a fair wage. That's the thing. Or insurance companies or employers who refuse to pay uh, fair settlements and benefits after a collision, and they get to keep the money. How about we just take all the money they have taken from us back. How's that sound to you? It sounds good to me. Because they've been doing it for way too long. Okay, let's see where we are here. It says community sorry, community relations also needs some help. Research has shown that the most diverse communities in the United States have the lowest level of social trust. Social trust basically means that you believe in the honesty, integrity, and good intentions of your community. It's pretty disheartening that people aren't feeling this way, right? 
You probably can you probably see why this is problematic because feeling able feeling able depends on others is a big contributor to happiness. In other words, we have to depend on each other for our happiness. I, uh, happiness is not a bubble. It's not contained within a bubble. We need each other for personal human growth, uh, to say the least, in this process. Afraid more often with a constant threat of terrorism, not only uh, foreign terrorism but domestic terrorism, which I personally we're creating in this country by the, the actions that we're choosing. So that's why it's important for you to vote next week because with, with your vote, if you do vote, you're staying where you stand on this. And, and if you don't vote, you're still making a statement of where you stand. So don't think that if you don't vote, you're not staying it or you're staying out of it because that's not true. If you don't vote, you still are making a stance. You're making a stance to say, I don't care what happens in this country. I don't care if the, what the side against me wins. I don't care if I'm never able to get the things I need in life. Is that what you really want to say? I hope it's not because to me that's very, very hurtful. Not only self-hurt. I don't know how that, I don't know how that manipulation has taken place in this country, but for some reason inflicting self-pain is something to be the norm. It's becoming the norm in America. Why? Why would you want to hurt yourself? Why would you do things that don't help you, your family, your friends, your community, or your country? Somewhere something's gotten backwards. I'm not sure how that's been peddled to the public because that's what I think it is. That's what manipulation often is, giving away your power to somebody else. Don't give your power away. Stand for your power. It's important to have it. Use your power. Use your voice, your power in your vote. Yes, I do emphasize that a lot because it's really critical. Let me go on. Plus, Americans are feeling afraid more often with the constant threat of terrorism, political turmoil, and I think that political turmoil is caused to keep you in chaos, to keep you off balance. The more you're off balance, what did I say? The worse your decisions become. The worse decisions you make, the better off they are, right? That's what this political political turmoil is about. It's called manipulation and playing with your life, your emotions, and the way that you view life. Stop. Don't let it happen to you. Just start believing what you believe. If you have to start from scare, uh, ground zero and say, all right, I've been listening to a lot of nonsense in my heart. I know this hasn't been true. It hasn't been working for me and my family or anyone else. I'm going to change it. That's the way to go. Start at zero. If you're, if you're halfway in the middle, start there. Wherever you are, start. But recognize what the game is. And the game is not for your best interest. It's those who have far more than they'll ever need. I'm going to go on here. Plus, Americans are feeling afraid more often with the constant threat of terrorism, political turmoil, and ongoing military actions in foreign countries all playing a role, not even in foreign countries. Trump wants to bring it to America. He wants to bring it to the border. What is up with that? What if our borders been so insecure that we have to have military presence other than the border, border control? We haven't. We never have. We never will. This is an illusion, an illusion. He's creating an illusion, right? Are you stepping into this illusion? Are you looking at the facts? Personally, as long as somebody's telling you the facts, that's what matters to me. When people start creating illusions, creating things that make you afraid, uh, then that's a problem. 
First of all, I say don't go with fear. Go with faith. Go with courage. Go with the faith in your God or whatever you believe in. Faith. Something comes up that brings up fear, go to faith. Faith in yourself, faith in your God, faith in your country, faith. Don't go to fear. Anytime you get that trickle of fear, know it is not for your best interest. Fear does nothing for you. Name me one time where fear has done something for you. No, I don't think so. Fear doesn't do anything. Faith will move you in the right direction. Fear, negativity. Faith, fear, negativity. Faith, positivity. You choose. Choose for you, not for somebody else's best interest. All right, where are we here? The report recommends efforts on the part of the government to improve relationships between native-born and immigrant-born populations. And we've heard that. We heard that yesterday, too. And like I said, the only people who are native-born here are Native Americans. If you're not Native American, don't stand here and tell me that you're not an immigrant or you don't comfort immigrants because you do. You were not born here. So don't don't be played that it's, it's our country. Whose country is it? Everyone who's born in America or on American soil in a foreign country, okay? <laughs> it, it's American soil, American, United States of America soil, right? We are all Americans. Native Americans are Americans. They were the original, but they're still Americans today too. We're all Americans, and we're all in this together, and we're all being hurt by the same 1%. So we need to wake up. We need to wake up and say, hey, we're not about this. We're for equality and justice for all in all areas in our justice system, right? Why do you think they have so many, how many states still have felony, where felon, people who have a felony cannot vote? And who, did the, who has the most felonies? Is it because they create the most crime? Of course not. It's pick and choose, pick and choose in our country, and that's got to stop. Everyone needs to be treated the same with the respect and dignity that we all deserve. All right. And you, can you see where unhappiness comes from? I can see in particular just from this article alone where our unhappiness is falling. And it's happening mainly because we've got to stand up. You want happiness, you stand up and you be courageous. Right? That's the only way you're going to get it. You want unhappiness, keep falling into fear. Fear will take you down a path you don't want to go. Faith and positivity will lift everyone up. They say all boats rise together. That's what we want. We want all those boats to rise together because we're all Americans and we all have dreams and ideals to take us forward. That's what's important. Okay. It says, also, now this really gets my goat. It says, a recent study showed that U.S. patients treated by foreign educated doctors have lower mortality rates. Okay, let me, let me read this again. It says, a recent study shows that U.S. patients treated by foreign educated doctors have lower mortality rates. Now, this is just my opinion. I haven't even read it, but I think it's because of biases that this is true, that U.S. born, the reason why there would be a difference between uh, U.S. born and foreign educated doctors is because of biases. And that's another reason why you need to watch and see who you're actually being treated by. They have a bias, and you see it, confront them. You don't have to leave. You can question them right there. You have just as much power as they do. You have to sometimes people don't even know how they're behaving, and particularly people with biases. They don't even see it because the world in which they live usually allows them not to see it. 
Okay? Maybe they read something that created the bias and then they didn't even know it. But one thing about it, you can educate them and you can also be educated. That's what we call growth in this country, balance. It's just, and here's the last part of this. This has been a really exciting um, show today. It says, lastly, the education system is experiencing serious, serious growing pains. And why is that? Because they've been cutting education money and putting it where it doesn't belong. Give our children their money back. Congress, what are you doing? At the state level, what are you doing? Our children need to be educated. You're treating our kids like they're, they're not even halfway human. They, their teachers are having to buy pens and item staples for their classroom. You're not paying the teachers the right uh, or high enough uh, earnings for them to live on. What has happened? What is wrong with you? Have you gotten so into money you forgot why you went to Congress? And that's why a lot of you need to be kicked to the curb next week because you forgot who you were there for. But don't let me get onto that one, right? It says, lastly, the education system is experiencing serious growth pains. College is expensive, and why is it expensive? Greed. That's the only thing is greed, at least from my perspective. It says college is expensive and getting more so every year, and let's not even get me talked about those student loans. Congress, how could you be so greedy and hurt our, our kids going to college, trying to make the United States a better place? And what do you do? You cheat them out of everything possible. You make those student loans astronomical. Uh, people are defaulting on their loans because they can't afford it. They can't get jobs. That's a problem. Let me go on. At the same time, the number of young Americans earning their bachelor's degrees has stayed the same for the past 10 years, around 30%, 36%, right? Why would that be? Because they've been stealing the money and they haven't been supporting our kids. They've been supporting their lobbyists. They've been supporting Wall Street. Wall Street, where are most of their kids in private schools? There's a whole other arena in there. Public school needs their money too. And they shouldn't be taken just because uh, Congress has decided to play with uh, the lobbyists and leave us out in the cold. I find it very offensive. It says the report says that the fact that higher education is inaccessible for so many far-reaching problems affecting not only happiness but the economy. So that's why I also agree with uh, Bernie Sanders. And I think we need to look at a lot of the things that he's saying. When he's saying that every every student should be able to go to uh, community college without having to pay. Why are they trying to make our kids so uneducated? What do they benefit? They want more people just to do their dirty work so they don't have to do it and they can sit back and be lazy people? What, is, what has happened to America's the top uh, 1%? They used to be thinking about what was in America's best interest. I question if they do now. I don't think they're interested in our interests. I think they're interested in just what's good for them. All right, so this is the last little section, but I truly have enjoyed this article. Thank you, uh, Shape for uh, what is it? Shape dot com for this article. You really explained it well. I've looked at a lot of articles in, on this issue and this report, and thank you for making it so easy for everyone to understand. This last section says, "Taking an active role in your happiness and community can help." The United States offers a vivid portrait of a country that is looking for happiness. All in the wrong places. Ah, somebody said it. Let me say it again. The United States offers a vivid portrait of a country that is looking for happiness in all the wrong places. Just right. This country is mired in a rolling social crisis 
that nobody's talking about, really, that is getting worse. Yet the dominant political discourse is all about raising the rate of economic growth. Economic growth, right? So I've got to say that again because I think that is so important. Where are you looking for happiness? Are you looking at it every time you see one of these TV ads or ads on the Internet? Or have you forgotten what happiness really means? Family is important. Friends are important, right? Community is important. Sharing is important. Hope is important. Happiness is important. Contentment is important. All those things matter. Do job and money matter? Yeah, they do. But at the end of the day, when you're said and done and you're retired, what is it done? Hopefully it's given you a comfortable nest egg or something close. But for many Americans, that's not even going to be true. I really wonder about baby boomers. We've been in the the sad state of affairs that many are in. And I wonder, how did this happen when we, as a generation, have given more to the government than any generation? Well, where's the greed gone? Who spent the money? Where did it go? We need an account of the money that they've taken from us and what they've left us with. I'm going to go on. So what can be done or what can you do? Number one, stay informed about what's going on in your country, right? You've got to know what's going on. You have to. But you can't be listening to lies. You've got to be able to hear the truth, whether you like it or you don't. That's okay. It doesn't matter. But you've got to be able to know the truth from a lie. We're an adult. Most of us, I hope, 18 and older, we're adults. We have. We should know by now, be able to decipher, in most cases, a lie from the truth. Are there a lot of sociopaths out in our country? I personally believe there are. We're good liars. But yet and still, we can take the time and find out the truth. We need that time. Let me see what number two is. Stay engaged and involved. Don't be timid about talking to people who have different opinions, right, and social, and advocate for social changes that you believe in. That's right. Go out to insured civil rights. Or if you believe in insured civil rights legislation, go out to, and, and sign up and subscribe to AstrusCarWreckHelp.com because I need you and your support. Far too many people in injury in accidents are not getting the benefits of settlements in a way that they need and in a timely manner. Most poor people can't wait 10 years to resolve this in court. And we should have legislation that resolves it much quickly and have the standardized uh, legislation of how things should be done. That's all we need. But as you can see, it doesn't seem to matter what kind of insurance is out there, whether it's people who've had uh, hurt, been in hurricanes, fires, or car accidents. Oftentimes, people are not getting what they need. Intimidated about talking to people who have different opinions and advocate for social changes that you believe in, you could even represent with your nail art. That's amazing. Wow. You could represent, we are all creative in our own way. That nothing should stop us. However you wish to participate to you. If it's unique to you, more power to you. Because that means there's other people out there who have the same process thoughts as you, but haven't stepped up to the, haven't stepped up to actually do it. So make sure that you Stand up and do that. You could even represent with your nail art. It says, let's come together as Americans to move forward towards being a happier and thus healthier nation. And that's the end of the article. And I really, truly, truly enjoyed speaking it because you have to speak what? Truth to power, right? Are you ready to speak truth to power? If you are, go out and subscribe now at 
CarWreckHelp.com. I need you. America needs you. We need to have our voices heard. I hope you've learned a lot today, and I thank you for staying with me through all of this. So take care, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a good day. Enjoy yourself. And, again, thank you for staying with me throughout all the things that happened today.